podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fancy Premier League game week 16. It's team reveal time and Chelsea players are on my mind. Uh, what we'll do today is we'll have a look at the fixtures and why I'm interested in Chelsea players. Then we'll look at the best defenders and attackers from that London side. Um, I'll also reveal my bus team uh, and how, also how Wednesday night's injury Tumbomo uh, from Brentford may influence my decisions. Um, so as I'm recording this uh, on Thursday a.m., at the moment we don't have um, a concrete update on, uh, on his injury, but it didn't look good. He hobbled off the pitch, basically. <coughs> And uh, uh, l luckily, he got me a penalty. Uh, and for, uh, I say me, it, a lot of engaged managers own him. So it's nothing special, really. Um, uh, by the way, uh, do press that like button and do remember to subscribe. And also, um, it's worth noting that at Fantasy Football Scout, we've got a nice offer going on, seven-day free trial. Um, and that's going on for our members area. Um, I've got some tables that I'll show you in a sec. And these are the sorts of things you can get from the members area there. Um, there's also offers there. Fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. Have a look at the site uh, and have a look there. Um, okay, let's move on to the fixtures. And this is why I'm interested in Chelsea. So this is the next six fixtures and Chelsea are top of our fixture ticket when sorted by difficulty. Um, Chelsea um, have Everton away up next. Then Sheffield United uh, remains to be seen whether Chris Wilder can uh, improve them dramatically. Um, there was some improvement last night against Liverpool, but um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, then they got Wolves away. That's actually quite tricky. Uh, Wolves are in good form. Crystal Palace at home. That could be good. Uh, Luton away. Um, Luton also tricky um, uh, to travel to, but um, I anticipate uh, Chelsea to do well in that uh, and then Fulham game at 21 uh, Fulham also <laughs> doing well so um, many of the fans of those teams will argue that they're in fact tougher fixtures but I do think they're quite good fixtures from certainly from an attacking point of view and I think we could get some clean sheets as well there um, other fixtures of note when I look at my team and when you look at your team uh, Brighton actually have a really good run of fixtures um, they've got Burnley up next but then Arsenal that's tricky away uh, although they have done well against Arsenal recently. Um, and then they've got Crystal Palace. That's a, a derby. So who knows what happened there? Probably Wolf Sahar get signed and, and they'll win 1-0. Um, Tottenham in game week 19. Then West Ham and Wolves. So it's, a, it's an OK run. The Tottenham game, a bit tricky, but they should score in that. Uh, uh, Wolves, Burnley also got great fixtures. Meanwhile, Crystal Palace have the worst run. Liverpool, Man City. So I've got Anderson in my team. Um, many of you will have so Gahey or, or perhaps uh, 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 Edouard, for example. Um, so you might want to be moving them on because they've got Liverpool, Man City, Brighton, Chelsea, Brentford and Arsenal. It's a pretty tough run. Uh, Man City are quite low down here. Because, uh, well, they've got Newcastle in game week 21. They blank in game week 18. They could double. We don't know about that yet. That could be as early as game week 20. Um, but they do face Luton, Everton and Sheffield United. It's a really good, nice little run of fixtures. So um, even though they're far, far down on this on this ticker here, uh, Man City, although they got beat against Villa, um, they have some uh, favourable fixtures when they don't blank. Um, obviously, when they're not facing uh, Newcastle. Meanwhile, Tottenham, uh, they, they've got Newcastle up next, uh, but they also have Nottingham Forest, Everton, 
Brighton, Bournemouth and then Manchester United. So it's an OK run of fixtures, really. Uh, and meanwhile, Arsenal as well, sort of mid-table in the difficulty over the next six. They've got Aston Villa up next, who dismantled Man City. So Arteta will be looking at that. And I, I anticipate um, uh, an attempt to go 1-0 back to the days of 1-0 to the Arsenal uh, there. So they certainly won't want a Luton-style game where they try and win 4-3 or lose 4-3 even. Uh, Brighton are up next for Arsenal, then Liverpool. Um, so that's not a great run there. But then they've got West Ham, Fulham and Crystal Palace. So overall, it's OK. So if you've got... Maybe double Arsenal defence, that's tricky. I'd possibly be looking to move off that. I personally don't. I've only got Gabriel and I'm happy to sort of keep him, bench him whenever. Or, or that decision but to bench him might be taken away from me by Arteta. Um, other fixtures there, um, I guess Liverpool um, are, are, are worth mentioning. They've got Crystal Palace away next. Now, Simakas and Darwin were both benched, although Darwin did come on and get an assist um, in game week 15. That bodes well for their start for this game. That's great. Um, uh, Brighton, I, I did mention Brighton there. Now, I've got a dinger in my side. Um, I anticipated him to get actually benched in game week 15. He played He played 85, 86 minutes. He's, that's what he's doing. He's playing 85, 86 minutes, 90 minutes even. And every match, Europe and the first half, I was getting a bit worried. I thought, oh, he's, not, he's not looking good. But then the second... Uh, the second half, he came alive. <laughs> um, he could have could have scored, could have set up a, a, a goal. There was the, the, suddenly the balance of Brighton's play was moving from Matoma's left over to Adingra's right. On occasions, Matoma is still the main uh, draw there, uh, certainly on the eye test, but also uh, you know in terms of assist potential there. Um, and Gross as well is also another option for Brighton if you want to go uh, there. But it, it is tricky. I can understand why people put off Brighton. Uh, with rotation, uh, but uh, those with a dingra like me, um, it's a great fixture at home to Burnley. But will he start? I th- I think he either will start or he's going to come on in the 60th minute. And I'll take 30 minutes of a dingra against Burnley at home uh, over a number of other uh, players. Uh, yes, especially the likes of Archer, for example, in Sheffield United. So anyway, there's the fixtures. So Chelsea, a top of my top of my thoughts there. Great run of fixtures, um, and I think for defence and attack. So I have no Chelsea. So what I'm going to do is I've got a table here of best defenders, and I've also got best attackers. So let's go with the defenders first. Okay. Um, so what I've done is I've sorted this by an old-fashioned metric of chances created. Now XA is very popular, obviously, uh, for good reasons. So these chances might be rubbish, but I just thought we'd just go back to basics with this one. I've actually I've actually sorted this by chances created, but one of the main metrics I've looked at for defenders, because I mean, all those that right. So it's it's a case of those that play. So starts is important, but also. Will they actually um, get me some returns, perhaps if they even if they concede? So I'm looking at minutes per baseline bonus. So these are the sort of rather than just getting a clean sheet or an assist or, or a goal. These are the sort of jobbing things of like tackling and passing and blocking and all those kinds of things. Um, and, and so I'm looking at a good score there. I'm also looking at a creative player. So the assist potential I want there. So things like crosses are quite important. So let's have a look at those names then especially for those uh, listening on the podcast version. Um, so Reese James is top in terms of chances created, pure chances created. He's also top in terms of minutes per baseline bonus points. Um, this is in, in the bonus point system that they have. Um, he is getting a, a point 
um, within that baseline, within that bonus point system every four minutes. So it's pretty good. Uh, so shots, uh, shots inside the box. He's had four. This is the whole season, by the way. Chances created 11. That's top. Crosses 25. That's huge. Assist one. So he has got, he can actually get an assist. This is the problem though. Starts. And I should put in brackets, legs made a jelly because he's only started four games because he just has not been available. And every even last night, game week 15, um, uh, I thought, well, OK, let's, let's have a look at Reese James. Well, he did come on, but he was actually benched. So I don't think over Christmas I'll be going for him because I don't think I'm going to get the same level of games. Next on the list is my top choice, Colwell. Uh, not just because I'm a Brighton fan, he played there on loan last season, but he's 4.5 million. James is 5.4, so there's a big difference there. Minutes per baseline bonus every 6.7 minutes, so it's not not far off, James. Um, so he's still getting those baseline bonus shots inside the box. Double James eight. Uh, he has played <laughs> uh, considerably more games though. Starts 13, and this is the bit I like. He's only been dropped uh, uh, twice, and I I think one was. I can't remember, but but I don't think he was literally dropped. I think it could have been either a, a slight a slight rest, or it could have been an injury. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't. It escapes me. You know, we're up to game week uh, sixteen coming up to. So, uh, but nevertheless, thirteen starts bodes very well. Chances created five. He's had ten crosses. He scored and assisted. Um, and I, I I mean I think I think the management there they really like him. Uh, De Zerbi at Brighton really liked him. I guess, I don't know, I never met him, but he, I guess he must be just a really great person <laughs> to have working for you because uh, they the management really like him. He seems to do all the, all the right things there. So he is my top choice if I was to make a defender move this week. Uh, Cucurella's next in this list in terms of chance creators. He's created five, started seven. So there's the problem there. Uh, minutes per baseline bonus, 8.1. So not as good as Colwell, James. Okay, though. Shots inside the box three, crosses five. He he he's just not on my my radar here when you compare him with Colwell. Thiago Silva is interesting though, um, and if I was, I mean, I'm I am pretty dull <laughs> as a manager. If he's five million minutes per baseline bonus every five point five minutes, so just behind James and better than Colwell. That's good, um, and you can see why he's 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 central there. But I think he's thirty nine now. But then this surprised me: fifteen starts, so he's starting all the games. Um, so, um, makes me think he could be the best bet if you just want someone who's going to play and possibly get your bonus points if they get a clean sheet. He's had six shots inside the box. So it's not too shabby, uh, for a 39 year old, four chances created as well. He has actually scored, uh, he's only had one cross though. So that's, that, that's the measure of him. He's the guy that might get you occasional goal. Um, I don't mind him as an option. I think he's okay. Uh, Badashila is a back from injury, um, but could be benched. Uh, starts just two injury uh, there, but I, there's a lot of competition at centre backs. Cucurella can play there. Colwell can play there. Colwell is favoured on the as left back at the moment, but also Cucurella could play there. Chilwell is still out, uh, which makes me prefer Colwell over Christmas. Uh, and Badashila is competing for places in the, as a centre back as well. Uh, Zazzy at five million uh, minutes per baseline bonus every um, every seven minutes. Badashila's every six minutes, by the way. Shots inside the box seven. Okay, this is good, and he has scored, and he has started thirteen. So he could be a little under the radar gem there, but I just think 
depending on the sort of person you are, if you're okay betting that James's legs can hold out and are happy to see him benched occasionally, James is okay. Pretty good is the best one in terms of crossing, creating chances and those baseline bonus. But Colwell, I think, is the one. He's got the cost. He's got the starts. He might get benched once, maybe maybe twice, but not over Christmas. You might miss a game. That's it. That's pretty good over Christmas. Uh, Thiago Silva, if you're really dull, because um, he's just ultra-reliable. Um, old warhorse. Um, okay, let's have a look at the best Chelsea attacks. Before we do that, just a reminder again, do press that like button. And do remember to subscribe so you can keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts. And also remember that offer, fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for membership. Uh, <clears throat> best Chelsea attackers. Now, last night, Brian and Bomo, he's new in my side. He's got me an assist and a goal so far um, for the two games that I've had him. But that may be it. Because it looks like he might be injured. We're going to get some definite. Look, check out Team News video uh, with myself and Neil later in the week. You might get some updates on Twitter as well. Or, or rather X, I should say. Um, so have a look at Fantasy Football Scouts um, uh, uh, X account there to get the latest. Um, and if that is the case, then I will swap him out for a Chelsea defender. Now, I can go up to... About 8 million or so, but I'd like to 8.5 million, I think, can go up to. But I want to keep some money in the bank for um, uh, to upgrade Darwin to Watkins in game week 18. So I want to keep sort of 0.8 or so back, a million or so back. So I can go up, I can go up to about you know seven and a half million or so, which means I can get pretty much any, I can get any of these guys in midfield midfielders so I put Jackson in here if you if you're in the market for a striker he's the main striker for Chelsea it remains to be seen what's going to happen with Nkunku but he's not doesn't seem to be back training with the team yet or rather doesn't seem to be ready to play yet um but so I've sorted this by minutes per expected goals non-penalty we all know if I did it by penalty then Palmer will be top and we know why but what I was more interested in was how effective Palmer is um, in open play. So anyway, Jackson's top of that metric. Uh, minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty every 128 minutes. So these aren't good stats here, but nevertheless, it's a good metric to to measure them by. Um, but shots inside the box this season, 32. That's great. Uh, chances created, 11. Uh, he's had six goals and an assist. Uh, but his minutes per baseline bonus is absolutely atrocious, which shows how much he's shooting and how rubbish most of those shots are or have been. Uh, minutes per baseline bonus every 108 minutes. So you might frequently see him with minus in this baseline bonus system. So I'm not going for him. I'm not personally in the market for a striker. But if you are, I don't actually think Jackson's a bad bet. Broyer replaced him uh, uh, during the match. And we'll see that much more. Broyer might even get the odd start, which sort of puts me off Jackson. Yeah, Broyer's next, 4.9 million. Minutes per baseline bonus, much better. Every 19 minutes. Shots inside the box, five. But just two starts. Jackson's had 12. Um, and he ha But he has scored and he has assisted. So he's making the best of his minutes. But... Um, I'm not even going to mention the minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty for the rest of them because they're getting quite poor as well. So, for example, Gallagher's one is um, every uh, 1,180 minutes. So not so good. Um, uh, so Sterling is next. Now, Sterling, I think, is 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 a really good buy. Um, but I do think Palmer's better. And I'll, I'll show why with these stats here. So Sterling's minutes per baseline bonus is every 22 minutes. So that's not as good as Palmer's at nine minutes. Shots inside the box, though. 
Sterling's 19 to Palmer's 12. But bearing in mind, in terms of starts, so Palmer has only started eight because obviously when he came into the side, he was a, a new recruit. Uh, he also he didn't start uh, game week 14 because uh, of his like training ground sort of precaution there. Sterling has started 14. So Palmer's 12 shots inside the box is really good in comparison to Sterling across his eight starts. Chances created, Sterling 17, but Palmer in eight starts, not 14 starts, eight starts, 18 he's created. He's taken eight corners. I mean, one, I mean, this is just screaming Palmer here. Crosses, yes, Sterling's had 37, but he's had almost double the amount of um, time as Palmer. Palmer's had 14 crosses. Palmer, five goals, Sterling, five goals, but Palmer's on penalties as well. So that's why that's going to be beefing up and they can't be ignored. Assists, four for Sterling, three for Palmer uh, in just uh, uh, those eight starts there. So as as with Colwell in the defence for me, I think is the best Chelsea defender. Palmer is just screaming the best here. I'll mention, uh, before I look at my team, Mudrick and Gallagher, they are also, also rounds. Uh, Mudrick, I don't think he's going to get the start. So he's just had six, 6.3 minutes. Minutes per baseline bonus every 13 minutes. He's created eight chances, had 12 corners, 25 crosses. So he's a cross man, but I'm, I I just, I, I don't think he's as good as Palmer or Sterling even. Uh, Gallagher is another one to mention here. Uh, obviously, his minutes per expected goal involvement on penalty is pretty poor. He's had 23 corners and created 20 chances. So he's more your chance creation man. He's had 14 starts though. Um, same as Sterling. So I think he is, I mean, I think you're going to get some starts out of him. Uh, if he, if he, you know, if he, uh, if he is fit, that is, um, but shots inside the box, seven, uh, crosses 23. Um, so yeah, let's have a look at my team then. So I'm, uh, in the middle of game week 15 at the moment, I've just dipped out the top 200 K. I've got uh, not many, 26 points, but I've got, um, uh, Dubravka, Son and Porro to go, um, so I'm hopeful I'll sort of claw that back and sort of get back in the top 200k um, and then uh, move on. So here's my bus team. OK, so uh, I'll read it out and then I'll explain some of my decisions here and what I might do. So um, I am actually going to play Ariola uh, over Dubravka because I don't fancy uh, Dubravka getting a clean sheet against Tottenham. Also, I've, I've got Son as an attacker, but I don't have any Fulham attackers. So I'm sort of, sort of, um, I'm not hedging my bets here. I'm just going full out. I want, I want the maximum points I can get. Ariola away to Fulham. I'm not hopeful of a clean sheet, but I'm slightly more hopeful than I am with Dubravka. Simakas, I'm hopeful he'll play away to Crystal Palace because he was bench game at 15, uh, and it's uh, just, just for, just for rotation reasons, nothing to do with um, uh, injury, as far as I know. Uh, Gabriel away to Aston Villa. Um, I'm probably going to play him. Um, but I was thinking of getting him out for Colwell, uh, or rather sort of benching him, um, and, and Anderson's on my bench. I was going to get him for Colwell, but, um, and Bomo's injury might change that. I've also got Pedro Porro at home to Newcastle. Once again, I don't expect clean sheet, but I haven't got Porro for clean sheets. I've got him for assists. So as soon as Madison was out, I decided to keep him and, and it's proved, so it's proved. So, I mean, in the three weeks or so since that, he's got me two assists. So, um, I'm I'm looking for assist potential there, and he's still pretty much a. I think he's still a differential. I I thought thought he was in my head, but I think more people are coming around to getting him now. And I I think that Porro would be my top choice, but possibly not this week. Possibly game week seventeen. 
onwards. Um, because I think the fixtures, I mean, when we were looking back at those those fixtures, time they got Newcastle, but then they've got Nottingham Forest game week 17, then Everton. Um, so I think that's a nice little, uh, you know, start of a nice little run there. They do have Brighton and Bournemouth once again. You don't get Porro for clean sheets. Um, I've got Salah away um, to Crystal Palace as my vice captain currently, but I might switch to the captaincy on him. Uh, Son, uh, obviously... Uh, in a, in a 3-5-2, I've got Son home to Newcastle. Saka away to Villa. I think that'll be a tough match, but who knows what can happen. Uh, Arteta will have studied that City game and see what he can do. Uh, and Bomo could be injured away to Sheffield United. That's really annoying. <laughs> uh, but not as annoying as for him, obviously. A Dingra home to Burnley. But if he play, if he starts this, then he is officially a robot because I have no idea how he keeps starting. He's really young as well. Um, and I... I don't understand in the last game how he seemed to get better in the second half. So clearly Deserby can see some superhuman stamina ability in Adingra. Up front, I've got Darwin, who should play this one because he was benched game week 15, and Haaland away to Luton. On paper, he should be the captain. Um, and I think if you were going to bench uh, Haaland at any point coming up in the in the league, it's possible this could be the game to do it. But, however, he will have seen what Luton did to Arsenal, how they almost beat Arsenal. Uh, Desert, uh, sorry, not Deserby, uh, Guardiola um, is also has, has, has um, you know, lost to Villa. So he's going to need to count, come back and bounce back here. Um, and I think he's got to have his best striker there. So I think I think Haaland away to Luton. I think they have to they have to come back on that one. And judging by that Arsenal game with Luton, I think there's going to be goals. Uh, could be both goals at both sides. On my bench, I've got Dubravko, I've just explained. I've got Anderson, who I was going to swap to Colville. Uh, um, I've got Archer at home to Brentford, which isn't too bad. Um, and Lamptey, uh, who's perma-injured uh, on my bench there. So, um, and Bomo injury, yeah. I mean, I've just gone through the slide. Chelsea are my top target, Palmer. I mean, this is this is what a lot of content creators, a lot of people on X, a lot of uh, chat will be about. This will be the move, I think, if Mbomo is definitely confirmed out. Um, then Mbomo to Palmer. That makes sense if you don't already have Palmer. If you do have Palmer, I think maybe um, Gordon, if you don't have him. I actually really like Matoma, but that's my Brighton bias there. Um, so, I mean, it is tempting. I am tempted to get uh, Matoma. He's on my list, my shortlist, but I think Palmer's the sensible one. It frees up even more money. Um, it could even free up so much money. Um, well, it certainly frees up money for me to upgrade a Dingra, uh, perhaps to Gordon, game week 17, when Newcastle have Fulham at home. Um, so that's the sort of vague plan I've got there. Um, but yeah, so I, I hope that's given lots of people food for thought. A lot of my players... Because we've got we entered that sort of very templated time of the season. A lot of my players will be similar to your players as well, so it might give you some ideas there. Um, Bomo injured, he's going to move to Palmer. If not, Anderson out for Colwell, and Anderson I'll play and I'll bench Gabriel, uh, and that'll be it. And long term, looking at those fixtures, I need a bit more Chelsea. So Colwell was still on my mind there. So if I get Palmer in from Bomo at some point, I want to get Colwell in, possibly for Lamptey. Um, that will give me another option. Game week 18, when I'm going to have to bench Haaland. And, uh, but I, obviously, Mbomo out to Palmer doesn't, saves a bit of a headache there because Mbomo misses game week 18 because City and Brentford game is postponed. 
So I think uh, those there, and Gordon is another player. I think he's going to constantly annoy me <laughs> if I don't own him. Uh, but obviously, I think when I get him in, oh, that could that could be the end there. Uh, but uh, hopefully not. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, good luck with your game week. Remember to press the like button. Remember to subscribe as well. Keep up to date with everything. And remember to have a look at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for those members' offers as well. Um, thanks a lot for your time. Take care. See you soon.